Welcome to Across the Margin, the podcast. I'm your host, Michael Shields. Across the Margin is a proud member of the Osiris Media Group. Check out everything they got going on, all their events, all their podcasts. That is at OsirisPod.com. Today, I am proud to present an interview with Rick Korn, the founder of In Plain View Entertainment, who is a film and TV producer, writer, and director that works with entertainment companies on creating socially conscious documentaries. He was co-founder of Television Production Partners, an award-winning branded entertainment company that was nominated for an Oscar, Emmy, and won a Peabody Award for Hank Aaron, Chasing the Dream. Rick has produced benefit concerts with Bruce Springsteen, Bon Jovi, Eric Clapton, and Joan Jett. He executive produced the documentary My Old Friend with Paul McCartney and Carl Perkins. And Rick and Perkins collaborated on several documentary concerts, benefits, and an album called Go Cat Go, which included Paul McCartney, George Harrison, Ringo Starr, Willie Nelson, Johnny Cash, Tom Petty, Eric Clapton, John Fogarty, and Paul Simon. Recently, Rick directed and wrote the docu-concert Do Something and Vote, which included performances from Bruce Springsteen to Desky Trucks Band, the Black Pumas, Nathaniel Radcliffe, and Alabama Shakes, and featured many prominent activists fighting for a safer and healthier world. The film A Father's Promise, Rick's latest documentary, tells the inspiring story of one man's journey from devastating tragedy to personal triumph. When his young son, Daniel, is murdered at Sandy Hook Elementary School, a grief-stricken Mark Barden, a world-class guitarist, loses all joy in the music that has defined much of his life. But in time, Mark rewires himself to become a powerful voice for change, becoming the co-founder of Sandy Hook Promise and a tireless advocate for gun violence prevention. Mark is a father on a mission, and with the help of his many famous music artist friends, he slowly rediscovers himself, eventually playing and performing the music that has always meant so much to him and his family. In A Father's Promise, Rick takes you on Mark's powerful 10-year journey as he gradually finds his way back to music with the help of his friends, Cheryl Crow, Susan Tedeschi, Derek Trucks, Bernie Williams, Jimmy Vivino, The Alternate Roots, and many others. The film impactly mixes live music performance into the storyline, underlying powerful emotions as Mark continues to find ways to empower his music with his activism and vice versa. A Father's Promise finds Mark honoring his son by working for change, playing his music, and building hope for a better tomorrow. So, in this episode, Rick and I discuss the intriguing story of how Rick came to know Mark Barton and work together to tell his inspirational story and work towards common sense gun laws. We dig deeply into what A Father's Promise says about the power of music to heal and unite and fight for change in the world while also celebrating Mark's daughter Natalie's journey into activism. We highlight what Mark's work with the Sandy Hook Promise Fund works to accomplish, the inspiring work of the Where Angels Play Project, and the Artist for Action movement, and so much more. It truly means a lot to shine a light on these amazing projects working to make the world a safer place for not just our children, but everybody out there. It's a great interview with Rick. You're going to learn a lot about Mark's story, about what all Rick is doing. So I have no doubt you're going to enjoy this interview with Rick Korn. Across 
Podcast. This uh, this documentary is fantastic. It's really, it's really. Oh, really thank good. you. Thank I'm you. really glad to talk about it. Thank you for making the time. Really appreciate it. My pleasure. Um, just to kind of dive right in, um, I'm kind of curious, kind of when you came, uh, when did you meet Mark? Uh, when did you come upon his story and how things kick off there? Yeah, it's it's it is kind of a unique way that we met. Um, I was living in a town on the Jersey Shore. Uh, called Highlands, New Jersey, uh, and uh, uh, about a month prior to Sandy Hook, you may remember we had the Sandy Storm, yep. and our town was, I mean, 90% of the structures in our town were destroyed, including uh, the house, my house, uh, we had eight, there, eight, yeah. eight feet of water in the house, and, um, and uh, uh, so then, you know, about a month Later, um, Sandy Hook happened. And for me, um, for everybody, I think it was devastating. But um, uh, my family had, you know, we've been affected by gun violence. Uh, oh, wow. My, fa- my father in law was shot and murdered on a subway train on his way to work oh. uh, a, a, little, a little over 40 years ago. So mm. um, when Sandy Hook happened, obviously it hit us probably a little harder. Sure. And we, we've been, so aware of gun violence mm-hmm. before Sandy. So, it, um, but certainly when it happened and, and, you know, I, I said to myself, boy, I wish there was something I can do, you know, to help those families. Like I'm, I'm sure a lot of people have that same feeling, but, um, so, you know, fast forward about six months, uh, after that and, uh, a bunch of firefighters, uh, most of which were retired, firefighters uh, who helped in town who i got to know a little bit uh these are 9-11 firefighters um and i knew a little bit because after sandy these guys came into town and were just helping people you know pulling down sheetrock and just amazing people and a group of guys run by bill lavin and um bill went to every family every sandy hook family and and said, you know, we want to build a playground in honor of your child or who was the educator. And they got every family, yeah, all 26. They got every family, as you saw in the film. And so the town came to me, Highlands, and and the firefighters, they they said, hey, you know, we'd like to build a playground in Highlands. Mm -hmm. There, There was a playground there in this park called Veterans Park that overlook what was used to be the trade center. So the 9-11 was a very big part of this community. Um, we, we lost 150 people. Wow. Um, and uh, I, I put together a concert with Bruce Springsteen at the time, and um, we raised money for the families that lost someone, so on and so forth. And, um, so over the years, even after Sandy, I did a benefit with Southside Johnny and all that. And so the town came to me and, and the firefighters came to me and they said, hey, look, um, you know, we definitely want to make Highlands one of the playgrounds. Would you put on a benefit concert so we can raise money to build the playground? And the way they did it is, I, I know I'm going on too long. No, no please. This is great. It's touched on the wind angel. It, it place. is good background. I haven't told it to anybody, any other person. Oh, wow. uh, um, and so, um, you know, so they came to me and said, you know, we, we want to build this playground in Highlands. We don't know what family it's going to be, 
but would you be willing to, you know, put on a, a concert? And, you know, I get Southside Johnny and I don't know, these names probably don't mean anything, but yeah, no, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah uh, Southside Johnny and the yeah. Smithereens and, you know, some local guys who are in Bon Jovi's band, Bobby Bandiera's good friend. And I said, yeah, you know, I'll, I'll call the guys and we'll yeah. absolutely, I'm in, you know, I, you know, and they didn't even, they never knew my background as it relates to the gun violence, but yeah. this was like, wow, this is great. So, you know, a few months later, they, I, they came to me and they said, well, we know who the playground's going to be for. And it just so happens the father is a professional musician. You know, wow, that's incredible. And they said, listen, he's he's lost all joy in music. Don't ask him to play, you know, the concert or anything. But you 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 definitely should, you know, talk to him and get a feel for it. And I went online and Googled him. And really the only thing I saw was was him playing with Daniel, some of those pieces that you see in the film at the yeah, beginning yeah, of the film. And um I couldn't, you know, find it. Other than, oh, I can see, wow, he, he lived in Nashville and he played with some really serious people. So sure this guy's a, a pro, you know, and and um, wow, that's great. So I got on the phone with Mark and we hit it off instantly. We didn't, you know, it's hard to get on the phone with someone who has been through that. And this is also shortly after in 2013 when the background bill failed. Yeah. So he's already been you know, at the White House and very much part of that. And I know that was... That was devastating. De devastating to everybody. Yeah. yeah. And let alone them. And, you know, of course, you know, we instantly got into music and started talking about music and our careers and, and what my plan was, you know, and who I was going to ask. And, you know, and it was great. It was, it was in 2013 and it was um, right before Thanksgiving. Um, and so I, I said, look, you know, um, we'll, we'll aim to do this in the summertime and, um, I'll, I'll start calling around and seeing what artists we can get and all that. And I'll call you, you know, I'll call you in a few months when I have it together. Cause I, I didn't want to speak to him during December, you know, yeah. when the tragedy happens and I know they kind of disappear. Sure. And so I left it alone and then he called me, mm -hmm. um, in January. And he said, well, have you made any progress? You know, and I said, well, I, I think, you know, we, you know, I got Bobby Bandiera, who I can use as a, as a music director. He played with Springsteen and Bon Jovi's band and all that. And, um, um, but I, I haven't, you know, I don't know where we are with Southside and some of the other people I would want to get, but, you know, that's great. We had another long conversation and long story short, um, it's about a, two weeks before the concert. Mm -hmm. We had everyone we wanted. Tickets sold out like five thousand people. All I did, I turned the parking lot of the of ferry terminal yeah. into a concert venue. That's awesome. And, and um, everybody came. The whole town, uh -huh. towns are around the area. It was incredible. Beautiful day. And about two weeks before that, I call them up and you know ready to go. And I look forward to meeting you in person you know, and meeting Jackie and all that. And um, so um, he goes, oh, this is great. And I, I gave him the set list, you know, and he, he said, well, what do you want me to play? And I go, oh, you want to play? 
At that time, you didn't know he was going to want to be no, on stage. No, because going into it, it he was, wasn't in, don't ask back. him, you know, like the firefighter said, listen, don't ask him, you know, yeah, yeah. you know, and if he says something and we had all these conversations for months and he That's never said anything to me, you know, wow. I go to set list or who's yeah. who we got in that week wow. and all that. Um, and so he and, and so that's how we we got together and we remained really close friends and um and I said hey would you be into doing a documentary on the healing power of music yeah. I said you know, I don't know where this was going you know and I told him my background with with um, Carl Perkins and working with Carl and yeah. his his belief in in you know that music can heal and all that he said yeah yeah I, I i'd like to do that but he said i i'm really busy with sandy hook promise and i i i'm i don't know that i'm ready for for that you know and then again like a week later i got a call and said hey let's do it you know so um that's when we started 10 yeah. years i'm uh, so and, the question that how you linked up is really i, I didn't see that coming that's amazing yeah. Yeah, so that's uh, it. Sorry for the long. No, that so, was I mean, that that I needed all every single bit of that. I mean, that's what yeah. it's it's. I mean, the doc's so special in so many ways, but it does show the power of music. Um, you know, I love that quote. Was uh, literally all um, all our dreams, all our hopes. It's a universal language that kind of permeates and erupt things. And there was even um, Fernando Pullman, I think, was talking yes. about how um, how you know that's what saved him. Um, and this is, I mean, you see that what music has done, even though he had to step away, you know, he was able to step back and what it's done for him. I'd love to hear a little talk a little bit about, you know, the power of music and as it was seen in the documentary through many different vantage points. Yeah, I, it was a process for Mark, you know, mm -hmm. um, in the film, it almost seems, you know, because we're condensing 10 years, um, you know, it almost seems like, oh, you know, he kind of got over it quickly, but it wasn't. It wasn't. Um, yeah. No, in fact, a big setback even before our concert, which was another reason why, uh, which I found out later, I didn't know he was doing this, but he, the, the Bernie Williams Paul thing, Simon. Bernie, Paul, Paul Simon yeah. and him doing yeah. that. That was really, really hard. It and, was, right? That was kind of that, his first stepping out, right? That was his first time, and yeah. he wasn't ready for it. Yeah. You know, Bernie said, I, you wouldn't know the difference. He's a great, and we needed him yeah. for Paul Simon. And, and but um, he, um, it set him back terribly. Really, really, yeah. yeah. Wow. And and that was another reason why I was like, I'm not going to ask him. You know. Um, and so, what I've learned about Mark, and this is why we're even closer today, and what we're doing going forward, yeah. is that he needs to play music. He's not a whole man without it in his mind, you know, mm -hmm. and, you know, to be in the business of, you know, your child's own horrible murder, murder every day. Mm -hmm. And that grind of being in Washington, D.C. and sitting down with senators on both sides of the aisle and, you know, and telling the story and trying to convince them to come up with the right. simplest of, of it, it's just I, I get phone calls from it. Yeah, you know, I get yeah. phone calls from like at lunch when he's in Washington. Mm -hmm. Tell me something good about music. What are we doing? When could we play now? You know, of that. that. You know that that it's his. It's 
he calls it his real self yeah. and it is you know he is a musician you know sure. and yeah. but he looks like you know he looks like a uh an accountant you know when he's <laughs> you know in washington yeah, yeah. on cnn or msnbc yeah. or whatever but uh -huh. Um, you know, he is this like incredible musician that everyone just, you know, he's up there, you know, Derek Trucks and yeah. all these guys, you know, you ask, you know, Jimmy Vivino and Cheryl and uh -huh. Peter Frampton, you know, yeah. and they all come in, you know, like I, I was working with Jimmy uh, before this and I was doing a 9-11 uh, benefit at City Winery in New York mm. and Jimmy was my music director mm. and I said, hey, you know, I'd like to bring my friend, uh, Mark Barden. You know, his son was murdered, blah, 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 blah. But he's a great guitar player. And Jimmy was like, oh, you know, be, all right, if you want to kind of thing, you know. And he's like, oh, this guy, uh, I'm doing a thing. He doesn't fit to me. What if this guy sucks, you know? Yeah, yeah. yeah. And um, at rehearsal the day before the show, after the first tune, and you know, Mark walked away, and Jimmy came over to me. He goes, "He can really play." <laughs> he was delighted, and he can sing too. Yeah, and like, yep. you know, and that's everyone's reaction. You know? Yeah, uh, but uh, yeah. Um, yeah. So, so you know, music for Mark, um, as long as we can combine it with his work, you know, yeah. as an a a advocate. He seemed um, really is, pleased that he was kind of combining these worlds, his musical life and his activism life. And that seemed that, you know, he's finding kind of like a, a, a nice balance there in certain ways. Yeah, we we, uh, we created um, Mark and I, and then we brought in some other people. Uh -huh. But um, we created after that horrible trifecta of, you know, the Buffalo shooting of the African-Americans uh -huh. at, at, in, Buff in top supermarket and then the Asian literally the town next to where I live in a church yeah, yeah. and then Uvalde and that yeah. happened oh, three yeah. consecutive days yeah. and of course Mark was on right. all the shows and you know all that kind of stuff and I speak to Mark and you know it's just gut-wrenching yeah. like beyond words because it's it brings it all over again Holy. and um, ab about two weeks after that um we were on the phone and we were talking and having one of our you know um uh trying to pump him up a little bit you know because he you know not pump him up in a hey you know that yeah. kind of hey let's let's Support. play some music what do you Support. think we do this yeah. and mm -hmm. you know just get him out of that mode a little bit yeah yeah and, but it was at a point where we were both like incredibly like aggravate it was like there was nothing I can say, yeah, and there was nothing you can say, and we're both have that horrible feeling. And I said, you know what kind of pisses me off, Mark? I, I I said that, you know, after Vegas, you know, after Uvalde, after Parkland, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. where's the music community? You know, they uh, they come in, they do the farm aids, and they do yeah, this and that. Yeah. And my partner, uh, one of my partners, the uh, person I worked with for many uh -huh. years, Ken Cragen, who created We Are the World and Hands mm -hmm. Across America. Oh, wow. My idols, the film I, I did before this film, Harry Chapin, went yeah. out to do something. Yep. You know, it, it's about act, music activists, mm -hmm. you know. Mm -hmm. And I was really kind of pissed off, you know. And this is like right before we were about to film Cheryl. And I said, you know, there's Cheryl. 
mm-hmm. you know, and really not many other people, you know, at that time we thought, you know, yep. and then we, and then we found out Karen and we were really disappointed in the country music community. Mm-hmm. Vegas, where's, where's the like, Hey, let's join together. Holy. You know, let's prevent shootings from happening. It's our yeah. children. And I and started we seeping into the music world too. I mean, what happened in, right. in, in France? You know, it's I mean, it's affecting that community. Yeah, exactly. And yeah. So it was that moment where you know it's after Uvalde in the that trifector, and I was like, this is, is we got to you know. I said, what are we doing? Yeah. You know, and um and and that's when Artists for Action to Prevent Gun Violence was born, Love right? It. And um. Now we have, you know, I don't know, 30 or 40 major artists, um, Cheryl, all the artists in the film, yep. uh, part of the Peter Gabriel, Peter Frampton, who just did a show with us in New York. I don't know if you saw that online, no, but did not. Yeah. when we launched the film. So cool. so um, I'll answer other questions, but we should round back to that because that's where we are now. So yeah. Yeah. I, I look at Mark's life. Yeah, we have the film. Yep. And that's a part of it. This is an important year. It's an election year. What can yeah. we do um, to just say, hey, gun violence is preventable. It's not a political. you got to take it out of the politics. Yeah. Out of the politics, you know. And what can we do individually to help prevent gun violence? Because it is preventable, Absolutely. you know. Yeah. So anyway, I'll let you. I, like, I love that. I love that idea of, you know, obviously being upset that other people aren't stepping up, but I mean, it's, it's instead of pointing fingers, you kind of looked at yourself, not not what they're not doing. What can I do? I really, really respect that. I just kind of an aside question was um, Derek trucks and Susan, were they supposed to sit in on that interview? It felt really organic that moment where they sat, were sitting with Mark and, you know, they seem passionate about the, the cause as well. Yeah. Um, well, um, Susan and I knew Susan and Derek, yep. um, they were in town to play the beacon theater. Yeah, uh, they do. As they, they do. As they do. Yeah. And um, and they were, you know, I knew they were very passionate about gun violence prevention. And so um, it was organic because that was in their apartment, uh, oh. uh, uh, literally next door to the beacon. Oh. And the idea basically was to just introduce Mark to them. Yeah. And they became incredible friends, you know, oh, that's, like that's they're, great. they're really, really close. Um yeah. And um, that interview was a great interview. Um, you don't even, like. I wish I could release the rest of that the interview. Whole thing. Yeah, yeah. The problem is Susan's crying almost the entire time. <laughs> yeah, they. I mean, their heart was on their sleeve in there. I mean, you could tell how just how passionate everyone in that interview was about yeah. this. Yeah, yeah. When we showed them uh, in the interview, I showed them the video of of Daniel. Um, you know, that last time that he was singing what a wonderful, you know, the wonderful yeah. world and he's playing Tough. drums Tough. and we showed that to them and they were just, both of them, you know, crying and they're incredibly smart, you know? And so, um, the, the interview was, was so organic and so, everything about this project, by the way, it felt totally like that or, or, or yes, everything, yeah. you know, uh, awesome. about this project. Yeah. Yeah. Um, where was I going to go? Um, oh, we, we shouldn't go any further without, uh, just in case anyone's listening who's not actually familiar um, with kind of Mark's, um, you know, he's the co-founder and CEO of Sandy Hook um, Promise Action Fund. Um, kind of what what is that? What, is it, what does it work towards? What is kind of Mark's main focus there? 
Uh, Mark's main focus is to get um, uh, bipartisan bills passed in Congress, um, you know, uh, as they did in 2022 with uh, uh, with. Uh, Senator Murphy and S Senator Cornyn, um, mm -hmm. uh, and it's just to really rally both sides around common sense, you know, gun violence prevention bills. Um, and you know, Sandy Hook Promise as an organization uh, is in all fifty states with their programs, not um, as deep in those states as they would like. You know, they're not in every county or every district. Um, you know, uh, they are scaling, obviously, towards that. And it's free to the school district. And it worked. Um, they've saved lives. Um, uh, they've stopped um, uh, at least 14 mass school shootings and bombings. Amazing. Uh, uh, and uh, many, many, many um, suicides. There's a lot of teen suicide, uh, particularly since that's a, that's a focus of theirs. Yeah. And, and Mark's role uh, is to enable these programs to happen and to develop um like i said common sense laws and yep. and and programs that enable uh us to um uh to to protect our children yeah absolutely you mentioned chris chris murphy his speech uh that was featured that that one's always got me i was i was, I was glad to see it and the way you kind of presented it was was deeply affecting uh what did it mean to have kind of chris murphy come and be a part of this documentary. You know, uh, uh, Michael, that was the great, one of the great moments actually. Mm -hmm. um, so he's negotiating that bill. Yeah. And we- Got his name uh, on it, yeah. Right, and we literally, that was the day mm -hmm. that the bill was either gonna pass or not pass. Wow. But we had set up this interview with him. Yeah. Um, you know, months before, mm -hmm. it just so happened that was the day, right? Yeah. And so we got there and he was late and he literally on his lunch hour said, I got 15 minutes. Mm -hmm. I'm in the middle of this bill. I love Mark, but yeah. if I'm not back in there, Mark is going to be mad at me because yep, yep. we're on the press. <laughs> uh, either the bill's going to pass today or it's not, you know? Yeah. And, but I love Mark and I'm going to give you the, and he ended up staying about a half an hour and he was great. He was so on point and so great. And um, his respect and love and friendship for Mark and it is just incredible. Um, and he is the reason why he does the, you know, Mark is the reason yep. that he does the work that he does. And um, thankfully he's, we need more statesmen like. We need more Chris Murphy's. We, we absolutely, I'm, I'm surprised we don't. I really am. It's it's frustrating just seeing someone who works so positively for the people for great causes like that. He really he really inspires me. Um, it was interesting to see Natalie's journey. That's uh, Mark's daughter. Yeah. Obviously, um, you know uh, she didn't want to be too involved at first, and I'm sure I can't even imagine what she's going through. But we did see her become inspired and and then become involved in the documentary, which was which was pretty amazing. Um, can you tell us kind of what changed in her, what, what kind of sparked her change? I think the uh, initial, just going back a little bit before yeah. her change, um, after um, the, the shooting mm -hmm. uh, and, uh, you know, even when we were in 2014, um, after, um, you know, 
uh, I picked up Mark at the house that we uh, put him in to take him to the to the venue where we were doing that concert, right? Yeah. And um, I came into the house with a bag of bagels. I don't know why. Uh, uh, I'm meeting them for the first time, and the whole fa- the whole family is there, and uh, and uh, um, we were pulling out to go over to the venue. The family was still in the house. And Natalie came out of the house and was walking. It was on a river. It's really a beautiful place. And there's a deck that goes around the house on the river. Mm-hmm. And she was walking on the deck as we're pulling out of the spot, uh, the driveway in front of the house. And he says, stop for a second. And he goes, that's the first time that Natalie has been out of the house. And and this is a year later. So um uh and you know in in that way where she'll go out on her own walking around doing that she wouldn't do that mm-hmm. and so that was kind of the starting point and then um the thing that really changed her remember there there's a lot of as you saw in the film there's a lot of really bad people out there yes sir you know um and you know she became very fearful uh, as you can imagine, mm-hmm. um, and messages she was getting, uh, you know, and uh, things like that. So fast forward to 2018 when Parkland happened mm-hmm. and and she saw the Parkland kids. Yep. And that's that's what We're incredibly inspiring human beings. Yeah. 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 And she became involved and she put together that that whole thing, you know, Parkland at the end of that tour. Parkland coming to Newtown yeah. was was big, and she she developed that and put that together, and got up there and sang and gave a speech, and you know, amazing. That's really yeah. really awesome. Um, you talked about circling back to and now. What's um, what's Mark got going on with what what's going on with the with the project and, and things currently? Yeah. Um. So, uh, artists for action has become a thing. Um, and, uh, we, like I said, we, you can go to the website, artistforaction.com. Um, and, uh, you see all the artists that we have. And, uh, so what we're doing is, um, we're going to go around the country, uh, and, uh, do both screenings and, and little concerts after with, with, with artists in their communities, just like we did with, um, Cheryl and Karen when we went down to Nashville to film them and we did what I call docu concerts so uh-huh. um, just to back up a little bit so Please. so when we when we launched film in December uh, December 8th the film launched in New York mm-hmm. um, on December 7th uh, we did a, a docu concert which was my 14th docu concert that I've done uh, and it was created by myself the concept of a docu concert, which I'll describe to you, um, was created by myself and Carl Perkins, who wrote the song "Blue Suede Shoes." It's part of the Million Dollar Quartet. Uh, amazing. You know, an, an amazing guy, and yeah. and I kind of came up with this concept years ago in 1997. Um, and the first time I was able to do the concept of a docu concert was in 2001 after 9/11. And I turned uh, what was going to be a docu concert for Why Hunger mm-hmm. into uh, a benefit to raise money uh, for the families that lost. And we have Bruce Springsteen and John Bon Jovi and all that. But what a docu concert is is that we mix. It's a concert that tells a story. Mm-hmm. So we we take we take 
three minute clips um, or two minute clips. And we intersperse that. So when there's a set change, like you're going from Sheryl Crow to Peter Frampton, there's a video that comes up and it relates to the story that we're trying to, to wow. tell. And we did the doc docu-concert to launch the film on December 7th. And we had Kevin Bacon and Peter Frampton and Cheryl Crow and just a so cool. And our band is called yeah. the Prom Promise Band. Yeah. So it's Mark, it's Natalie's in the band, mm -hmm. Jimmy Vivino, who's our music director, mm -hmm. um, uh, uh, Freddie Ravel, who's our piano player, who comes from, he's the music director for Earth, Wind, and Fire, and, and uh, Santana, uh, keyboard player. Um, we had uh, Rich Pagano on drums, who um, is in the Fab Faux with Jimmy. Uh, and um, plays with everyone. He just uh, was music director for uh, Graham Nash. Um, and, you know, he's amazing. Uh, everyone is uh, John Conti, who's in Southside Johnny and the Asbury Jukes. Um, and, uh, and then, uh, uh, you know, just this incredible band. We bring in other people to be part of the band right. to enhance it and so on and so forth. Uh, and so... Um, the, the Promise Band is kind of the official band of of uh, the house band for uh, Artists for Action. Amazing. So they were the house band on on the seventh of December, and it was magical. And yeah. we 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 told Mark's story. We gave away awards. We created um, the uh, the Chapin, Cragen, Belafonte uh, Utilitarian Award that we gave to Fernando Pullum. Uh, and to Bill Lavin, the uh, uh, you know for the playground project, uh, and um, we plan on doing the, these throughout the year with artists that are part of Artists for Action in community in their hometowns, and uh, we're going to do something in Highlands mm -hmm. um, uh, on, in on looks like it's either March first or March second. We're doing a, a one in Connecticut. On February fifteenth, we screen the we, the film, and you get a little mini concert afterwards. You know, forty five cool. minutes. And Mark has put put together a band for that one, and um um, and then we're going to do something in Nashville and L A and Chicago and so on and so forth. So the plan mm -hmm. is Mark wants to do as much music as possible going forward, yeah. and oh. and and do artists for action and. We're going to do, you know, everything, house parties, small concerts, large concerts, major artist concerts. And and just this year is critical, you know, yeah. and we just want yeah. people to yeah. do, you know, three things. One of three things. You go to yep. Artist Traction. We want them to do one of three things. Yep. Volunteer. Mm -hmm. Sandy Hook Promise and all gun violence prevention organizations need volunteers. So that means um, you can volunteer for an after-school music program if you're a musician, you know, or you know uh, if you're an athlete or a coach, you can you can volunteer, keep kids, you know, busy and and active, and you know, using their brains and keeping them fed and all those things. Um, so we want to support those kinds of organizations um, uh, going forward and continue to support Sandy Hook Promise and do. A couple of major concerts a year. Yeah. Um, do one again in December around the um, uh, remembrance of Sandy Hook, um, like we did this year. Um, we happened to pick it around John Lennon's 
uh, birthday, which is mm -hmm. we launched the film on December 8th, which is John Lennon's birthday. Uh, not birthday. I'm sorry. The day that John Lennon was murdered. Yeah. It's um, always wild to see that in the interview with Paul just kind of uh, kind of slyly mentions, you know, this care, this, this, you know, this, uh, this affects me because my best friend was. Right. This is the way he says it. Always, it always fascinates me. It's right. It's poignant. Just and it, it, it also shows, like you mentioned, you know, to you, just how many people it affects and how close it gets. I mean, it was wild to. Uh, your story kind of reminded me right away of uh, was it Eric from um, Apostles? Uh, no, Alternate yeah. Roots. Oh, Alternate yeah. Roots. Eric Donnellan. Yeah. 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 Just his story. Amazing. And just, it's just, it's just, and that song is amazing. That's that song, I was just going to go there. That song is so amazing. I was, I was welling up listening to yeah. it. Yeah. 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 It's yeah. We, they're kind of permanent members of the Promise Band. They are. Um, yeah. Yeah. We had them uh, uh, down in Nashville. Mm -hmm. um, so they were singing background with Cheryl and, and Karen and all that with Natalie yeah, and so cool. uh, and um, and we had them at our show on the seventh and we, and they're going to be at the show in uh, Dude, February fifteenth. Are, are all these dates at uh, artistforaction.com? I mean, I'm, I'm sure listeners want to check they'll, these they'll things be, out. But I, yeah, I do personally. They're going to be added. Um, I've yeah. been working on these dates. Um, you know, just organizing schedules and all that. Mm -hmm. So they're going to be added by next week. Um, We've just finalized some dates and, mm. um, you know, I, I have to work with Mark's schedule with Sandy of Promise and my band who are always on tour with whoever yeah. they're on tour with. So yeah. um, we're just working that out. But yes, they will be oh, on that site. That's, yeah. I just love because, I mean, not only is it so important spreading messages, showing people how to get involved. It looks fun, too. It's kind of like and, I, and also it really does what Mark's trying to do. It just merges those two worlds. In a special yeah, it, it, it does. And the DocuCopter format helps kind of drive that home. Cool. And it's uh, and everything we do, even the the videos except for one, yeah. which was a, a PSA from Sammy O Promise. But every every video we do is ends on an up upbeat. So you go to these concerts and they're magical. Yeah. You know, even the artists like Peter Frampton, mm -hmm. you know, was the best I've ever seen Peter Frampton. Really, you know? and he can't even stand up. Uh -huh. <laughs> you know, he, uh -huh. yeah. he's got a he's got a muscular disease and. He's like it, every artist when Cheryl and Karen and Susan and Derek, when they get involved, their performance like it's just inspired. It's extra it just, inspired. Just goes up uh, yeah. uh, whatever notch. Just yeah. being around Mark, he's just such a natural born leader. And we're able to to give the the format and the platform for artists to do this. That's awesome. That's awesome. I'm sure people want to check that out. I appreciate you coming here because it just it means you know a lot to me to even spread the word a little bit about artists for Please. action about sandy hook promise this is all important crucial important stuff the work you guys are doing is just absolutely amazing i think it's so great one last thing about artists for action i started there's three main points in artists for action one yeah 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 you talked about volunteer one yeah please yeah, go on volunteers one um you can donate we make it easy for you to donate everything on the on the platform it mm. links you to so you want to volunteer boom here here's where you can volunteer you want to donate to your favorite gun violence prevention charity and to, and to Artists for Action, you can go on there and we list everything and you can donate as you please. Um, and the third thing is to vote. Yep. To Get really out. look into who you're voting for, regardless if it's, uh, if it's a Democrat or a Republican or an independent or whatever, look at their record as it relates to 
where they stand on gun violence prevention. Sure. That's not a political thing. That's a, I got to protect my family. Uh, And so we don't, we're not, we're a non-political organization. Mm -hmm. Um, We just want people to be educated and to to do something, you know, Um, and we, we just wanted to give people something that they can do. So you can volunteer. If you can donate, great. If you can't donate, please. Amazing. Thank you. Uh, Thank you. For this doc, thank you for your time. Thank you for all the work you're doing out there. This is awesome stuff. Um, glad to spread the word and glad to talk to you about it. Thank you very much. Thanks for having me. Definitely. Take care, Michael. The last thing that my father saw when he was still alive was a gun in the hands of a sick young man with bright blue eyes. That was the last thing that she saw
The years have been kind, Mom. I got a son now of my own. When I think of what I'll tell them happened to you, I still don't know. This podcast is in the loop, the legion of Osiris podcasts. Osiris is creating a community that connects people like you with live experiences and podcasts about artists and topics you love. Get in the loop at OsirisPod.com.